2023 Royal Rumble is a great success. I'm going to break it all down after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. I fully love everyone that's watching the video that immediately, like as I hit the button, suddenly the screen whited out. But I don't, I'm going to say it now early. There's probably going to be a lot, you know, some profanity throughout like usual, but I thought it was a really good night overall at the Royal Rumble last night. I, you know, if you have other opinions, I mean, you're allowed to, you know, have them and I'm allowed to disagree with yours. You're allowed to disagree with mine. No, whoever you were on Twitter, that was a normal conversation and it ended well. So I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about all the people that were literally lighting people up, not having, you know, human being like conversations about it because you know there's always the trolls out there but i thought it was overall a good night and you know the only thing i didn't get to see was the miz getting eliminated because you know, no matter how early i leave to get back home that one light just stays red for nine years so it held me up a little bit that was the only thing that i missed and in all actuality by missing that did i really miss anything i don't fucking think so it's the miz you know, he's a good performer. He's great at what he does, but it's, it's the Miz. I'm getting thrown out right away. Actually, it's probably the best thing for a lot of people there. And overall, I'll say it's the best wrestle thing, you know, best wrestling-wise, you know, and story-wise Royal Rumble, you know, match, men's match in a while. You know, a couple of years. And again, this isn't that that guy. But when people say a couple of years, like, you know, like 2020 and 2021 didn't happen. 2021 was two years ago. And if we're talking about the 2021, that was three years ago, which means best one in years. It was one year, not a year. Go back two years, that's years. And I couldn't even tell you who actually really won last year off the top of my head without thinking, which really probably isn't even, you know, that good of a sign. But... I thought it was good because of many things. Because I thought they did a lot of things better than Vince has done in a long time. I thought the matches overall and people actually being used on the roster was better compared to a lot of years. And you can go back a lot of years where you're thrown in. Oh, look, he's back. Like there weren't too many of those, which is, I think, overall a better thing overall for the product just because, I me mean, if they're on the roster, they're there, you're paying them, use them. Highlight them. Let them seem useful. You heard any clanging? That was the most, you know, on the microphone, if you picked it up, that was the most aggressive I've ever heard anybody, both cracking, you know, eggs and stirring up, I'm guessing either egg salad or a mix for deviled eggs, in case you heard that. That was some aggressive stuff right there, but almost everyone got a moment in the match, and I don't know what's you know, wrong with that. We got to have people go really long. We got to see people in there short, but every, you know, Brock eliminated a bunch of people. Then Bobby eliminated him. Brock freaks out. That will lead us, hopefully, to an actual good match or an actual fight already down the road because we've been waiting forever. No offense to the first two matches. They absolutely sucked. The stupidity in the first one. Then Bobby dominates Brock in the second one, but he, you know, steals it like, I want to see them actually have a real match. It's Clash of the Titans. Just let them go. It's my personal opinion before you, you know, I thought the first two sucked. Let them go at it. Hell, let them go in an MMA fight. They're both trained. Like, just 
granted you can't prepare for any of that but do something that's actually good because no offense to the first two matches I and mean, we waited for forever they talked about it for years and that's what we got in the first two and i hated them i thought they stunk you know you remember uh Dr. Ian Malcolm on Jurassic Park. That was That is one big pile of shit. That's what the first two matches were to me. So hopefully this leads to something. But again, good storytelling kept it going. Sadly, Edge in the Judgment Day. Figured he was coming back. We all knew it was going to set up the mixed tag match, you know, somewhere down the road. And, you know, now thankfully, you know, there has to be a pay-per-view between now and WrestleMania. And thankfully, that means they could do that then. Because I don't want to see Edge's last match be a mixed tag match you know wrestlemania if he really is done around august like he said i don't want to see that be it no offense to him no offense to any of them they'd be in the match with we know it'd be good you know i just don't want to see him you know that be his last you know wrestlemania match if that makes any sense because i think he could work with some young talent and put them over and you know obviously he has the capability and that would be a good thing to do on the way out. You know, you know, again, mixed tag match. Don't want to see it. We'll, we'll, you know, next pay-per-view before that. Yeah, that would make, you know, a thousand percent, you know, make sense. And he could even work with one of them at Mania. As long as it's not Dom, I don't want to see it. But he could do that. Now that be his last thing. And that makes more sense now that Rhea won the Women's Rumble. Because, you know, I'm sure they wouldn't put her, you know, mixed tag match that night and then title match next night. Yeah, so I think that cleared the way. So what's going to happen at the next pay-per-view, premium live event, whatever the hell you want to call it. But I don't want to see Edge go down that way. Um, But as disappointed as everyone was with the unexpected, you know, their interaction with the Judgment Day was going to be, it got them there and it set that up. And, you know, people are talking about it. So I'm online, they're talking about it. So. That's a good thing. Uh, let the Ray and Dom stuff end already. Please don't have Ray put Dom over at Mania. Enough said. Um, only have an edge, you know, which we all knew, but he wasn't announced. Booker T, which was good. And again, you know, his school gave us, you know, Roxanne and all that. He's doing commentary. It's technically, he's on the roster. So seeing him in it, I was okay with Logan Paul, seeing him back. You know, as fast as he is, again, good. Kid got it. He's talented, no matter how much I hate him. Granted, Hannah's always going, his brother go famous on Vine. And I'm sitting here going, what the fuck is a Vine? Because I didn't even know it happened. I'm pretty sure I was on like active duty or just coming off of it with all that. So maybe I was too busy in my damn life. But he looked good and he's talented. And again, they didn't have a bunch of just like Hornswoggle or the Godfather. Or, you know, a lot of that where people just come in, get thrown out. Which I appreciate more, which is why I said it was better you know, than we've had in a while. Because... There's a lot of people, or you know, the, the roster is actually used for the most part without a lot of extra shenanigans, which always filled those matches when Vince was in charge because he couldn't just lose like WrestleMania. All these people that work for you all year, you go and throw most of them into the Andre Battle Royal so they're on the damn card. And you bring other people in and give them a lot of money, which a lot of those matches I'm completely okay with. But, you know, it's nice to see the roster get used this time and not get pushed by not seeing Sammy let a lot of people down. I saw, but I figured once he wasn't there, we we're going to see something by the end of the night. And by God, did we ever? And I enjoyed that personally. I was just going 2.0, 2.0, 2.0 smash. Like, yeah. But Cody winning predictable, but it was the right call. 
no matter what, what did he do when he first got there? Then when the match with his peck and all that, like the fans still remember he's still over and we all knew it was going to happen, but they still told, told a good story getting to it. And we still continued stories and evolved a bunch of things, you know, whether it was Seamus and Drew McIntyre, Brock and Bobby, you know, the, all of these things, they kept moving it. Edge and Judgment Day, see? You know, they just kept moving a lot of it forward, which, again, it wasn't a lot of wasted, uh, and it wasn't, you know, five, ten people filled up with legends, as they call them, because they call everyone a legend. Yeah, it wasn't a bunch of them, which, again, I'm more than okay with, but granted, the boogeyman did come out and you know, do that herky-jerk thing and smash a clock over his head, I would have been okay with that, too, for being a thousand percent honest. But I thought they did that well. Uh, Bray Wyatt defeated LA Knight in the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. I'm going to say it's a success. Saw a lot of people, you know, I saw a mixed bag of responses on the social medias and all that. Like, a mixed bag, which is understandable with it. But I feel it was a success. And there's a few good points as to why I thought it was a success. Number one. (laughs) That damn red light from The Fiend was gone. That made it, I I thought it made it, you know, way too hard to watch on the eyes. Maybe it's because, you know, head traumas or something, but it was hard for me to watch, especially then when they did the red light inside the red hell in a cell. Like, that was so hard to watch. It was unbelievable. So I was stoked to see that that thing was gone because that absolutely sucked. They kept it short, which is another good thing because it couldn't get too stupid. It wasn't too elaborately overdrawn out, and that was good because, you know, they fit it in, they got their stuff after, and it wasn't this big process, which was good. They finally had a match. And yes, I know, Bray wrestled, you know, live event here and there. You know, did all that, but they finally had, he had a match at the premium live event. He was in the ring, so everyone could shut up that he hasn't had a match yet because he had one now. No matter what you think about it, he was there. He got to show a different side of him, which again, you know, was it what I expected? No. Was it The Fiend? Sadly, no. Is it everyone's cup of tea? No. But is it an evolution and different thing of him? Yes. Was it the first time we're seeing it? Yes. Was the Fiend the first time he came out way more woo than this? Oh, hell yes. But it's the first time we got to see this new side of all of it. So, and it's another evolution. Was I hoping for more violent, angry stuff? Yeah. But it's a new evolution. It was the first time we saw it. So you have to give it that. We have to wait and see what they do with it you know, X, Y, Z down the road. Cause it was the first time we got to see it. And I think, it, you know, less ridiculous, you know, chances than the fiend, even though I was a fan of the fiend mask in there. Like I, I dig it, but was it still an evolution and good? Yes. And do we get to see where it goes going forward? Yes. Because it was such a small snippet in the grander scheme of what he's been thinking of and what they've all been trying to do it kept me intrigued to see the next thing and I've enjoyed all of it. So I wasn't on the hater side, which makes it easier for me to enjoy it. But I thought it was good. We got to see the Firefly Funhouse characters come to life again. I'll tie that in. was hoping to see the fiend again, but you know, that's a mixed bag on the internet too. You either like them or you absolutely hate them. It's kind of like the broken Matt Hardy, whether you either like the stuff or you want to put yourself through a wall when you see it, make sure there's no framing behind that wall. Cause that does hurt. If you tried to do that, but it was really short and, you know, gave us the after and that led to everything after the match, the kendo stick shots, uncle, howdy jumping, you know, off the thing like that led to all of that. And it was so quick. You didn't see it anymore. You couldn't tell who he was like, 
and accomplish its mission. Got in there, showed the new side, got Mountain Dew all happy because they got to have their name there. Got to see, you know, it, that's what it needed to do. Didn't get overly ridiculous, and again, the damn red light was gone. Regardless of the black lights and all that, like, that was gone. Flashy glow-in-the-dark stuff. Sadly, they didn't clean it up after the match. It was still laying around. You could see the beads of everything, you know, later on in the night, which wish they would have fixed that and cleaned it up. But, you know, it's a little thing. In the grand scheme of everything, so I can give them a little thing. You know, little things here and there is what I noticed, but... Overall, it shut everyone up. It gave us a thing, and they didn't drag it out and make it this 20-minute you know, ridiculous ordeal. So it's completely okay with that, which I wasn't with Bianca successfully defending the Raw Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss. And again, find the comments somewhere. But it felt flat to me, like all their matches. Like there's just something about the two of them in the ring together. It just doesn't feel like it clicks. And... Hannah was talking about how bored she was, and the crowd really didn't seem, you know, too excited. It's just, it felt so flat. And that was actually a big letdown. We all knew Bianca was going to win, but, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Tell me about it. Tell me what you think. I thought it was flat. I thought it was just a waste of time. It could have been just a normal segment on Raw having the match, and it didn't make a difference, which is a goddamn, it's, it's a shame. You know, that's, it's not what we want, but there were positives that I tried to spin and find out of it. So, you know, hear me out on this. Big positive. For Alexa not winning means she's not just going to be a placeholder, you know, lose to Bianca right away to set up Bianca and Rhea or whoever, you know, at WrestleMania because we all know it'd be, you know, then turn around and she get her title shot and get the title back before Mania, you know, or to have the big moment at Mania, which means we don't have to worry about that now. So, that's a good thing going forward. Thank God. They've got everything. We get to see what happens with her and Uncle Howdy and what they do with the character with that, because I know she's working on it. I know they're all working on it. She's having fun, which is good. You know, and the performer's having fun. Believe it or not, that's a good thing. Um, so we'll see what they do with that. And now we get to see, you know, Bianca and Rhea down the line. But again, the big thing for me, because she deserves better, you know, Alexa does just for how talented she is and how, you know, much the crowd was behind her, you know. My most popular thing is she shouldn't, like, I'm happy she wasn't because now we don't have to worry about, again, her just being a placeholder, which she would have been if she won the title because we all know they're going to give it back to Rhea. I mean, to, you know, Bianca and probably will before Mania. And, you know, I just don't see the point of her getting, like, a 10-minute, you know, title reign. Just put the spotlight back on Bianca. Like, I think this they did her better by not having her win than they would have... If they had to win, that makes any damn sense to any of y'all. Made sense, you know, in my head and thinking about it. So that's the positive I'm taking away from that match, even though it absolutely just stunk. I hated it. Again, you could have loved it. Tell me there's a comment section, everyone, there's voice messages on Anchor. You can tell me all about it. I just didn't like it. Thought it was a waste. Uh, Women's Royal Rumble match. Enjoyed it for the most part, minus bringing goddamn Nia Jax back, which still makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. Having to enter like, it was a wasted opportunity for someone else that could have got, you know, from NXT or somewhere that was on the roster to come back. Cause I didn't miss Nia. What did she give to us except for a broken face on Becky Lynch and, you know, someone else and the shit with Reggie. Like it just, I didn't get it. I didn't like it, but, uh, 
things like Michelle McCool, that was okay for me because when she's in there, she can still wrestle and she performs well. It's not just there, you know, be a show and to wave to the fans and be gone like other people that they've had in there, which we can all say, yeah, they were just there to, for the most part. So I was okay with Michelle, you know, being in that spot, but otherwise they did a lot of good stuff in that thing. And again, I'm guessing that's because Vince wasn't in charge. Is again, look, I mean, this is the short list. We've had Cameron come back. Explain to me why that made any goddamn sense. Kelly Kelly, Melina, Tori Wilson, like we've seen a lot of, no offense to any of them, but they came back and they were just there. Again, like Michelle McCool, who's been in those matches and actually delivered with people. And if she had to, could go and you know have a match with you know, people down the road, if they put it in that direction, that's no offense to any of those other ones. She could do it, which is why she looks so good when she does it. Um, Chelsea Green finally back on camera, set a record on her first night back. Glad for Matt Cardona to, you know, let the world know that on Twitter. So, you know, it's good. We've been hearing that she was back for forever. So good to see her finally back in the ring. Where we hoping to see, you know, like, like Dan said, would have been nice to hear you. Zack Ryder's music come out in the Rumble. He does a Zack Ryder thing, and then he moves on to Matt Cardona. And does it run with them that way instead of being just goofy Zack Ryder? Yes. Will we see it? Who knows? But Chelsea's finally back here, and she was on the take for a while now. I think she can stay healthy and see what they do with her because they have brought some women back, and we're watching going, why? Well, I'd personally rather see her back than Naya, and it's not a looks thing. Naya hurts people and just she doesn't have any sort of it to me. So, no. Asuka, bring back that side out of her. That was the good one. That's the one that needed to be done. The biggest one that needed to be done. As I know, as over as she was and as much as she'd accomplished, you know, she has in her run on w, you know, on the main roster and NXT everywhere, like switching it up and doing that sounds completely different. And, you know, it's another side of her that Vince probably didn't want to see her do or let her do it. But think if they gave this side of us, like look at what she did with her title runs before with that, what they, she could do now. She gets the title with that and the run she could have. Like that could be fantastic if run properly. So I hope they do because we all know she could do it in the ring when she's allowed to just go out there and do her thing. We've seen her do it. This adds another wrinkle, which again, as long as we're adding wrinkles to everything, continuing the story, I'm okay with this stuff. And that was one that definitely needed to be done so that's exciting and then another exciting one because obviously you know with everyone that didn't give Liv Morgan a chance to go anywhere at all a lot of people didn't at least it was good to see they still have some faith and with having her and Rhea started out and then her and Rhea be the last two and to see Rhea be the first woman to go you know post to post to start you know to go the whole distance and theoretically I mean I'd say you know Rhea did it but Liv's right there so you know that has to go without saying and get credit just like Gunther setting a record for the longest time Royal Rumble as that one slipped my mind somehow but you know that was really really cool that they had them both go there it's long overdue I think that Rhea is the right person to do it I think uh, it shows that they have faith and Liv's ability to stick it out that long and still be there and involved because she has progressed progressed whatever made you know a lot of strides in the last year plus so that was really Necessary to see, really. But Rhea, really good to see her do it. And this sets up that Rhea and 
Bianca possibly at WrestleMania that we've been waiting for since, you know, Rhea became number one contender forever ago and then the match never happened and all that. Like, this is months in the making. And it also, you know, closes out, I would say, for Rhea because she was supposed to have that moment in 2020, you know, Raymond James, and then COVID happened. So it was in the Performance Center and all of that. Like, that was supposed to be her big moment with Charlotte. And now she gets to have that big moment in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, which is super super killer exciting in my opinion so i was really happy to see that happen again long overdue and she's been carrying a lot of the judgment day stuff for a while just being her i will say it's amazing that she picked up luke gallows and just held him there for forever on that slam and how difficult it was to look to get naya up to do anything so again not a good thing um had to sorry but Rhea earned it. She's been carrying the Judgment Day. She earned that shot forever ago before, you know, I guess she got hurt. And it was really good. Like, it was a good story there. They told a good story in the ring, and it was a good finish. And she was even nice at the press conference. She was the last one. Like, so congratulations to her. We've been waiting for the match. And again, this leads to that, and not having Alex would be a placeholder or anything. We have to carry on the Judgment Day and Becky stuff, which... Sadly, doesn't look like it's going to end without Bailey and Becky at WrestleMania or something, but at least I know it'll be a good match. It's, you know, don't get damage control. It's not over. It's not working. People don't care. Move on or rain. But again, just coming out of my mouth, I'm probably wrong. Tell me what you think. And we'll have a conversation. I'm at least that decent. And the main event, I will say Roman, you know, defending WWE, you know, the Universal Championship, way too long the damn title for me, but told a good story in the ring. I just, sorry, I thought they have had better matches. Go back and watch this, you know, old matches and stuff in the Thunderdome. Like, they've put on better matches, in my opinion, than that. A lot of false finishes, which are good. A lot of action. It was just, they told better. You know, this one felt kind of like War Games, where it's just, that was to set up, you know, Sammy to be, like, in the bloodline. And to prove his loyalty, and this felt like it was set up just to finally break them apart. Which, you know, took so much away from it. And I think they're both better performers than that. And again, I thought they've had way bigger, you know, way better matches than what they gave us last night. Hell, I've even been this morning by the time it ended. Pretty sure it was. Um, So I didn't, I don't know. Didn't feel as good as some of the other stuff to me. And it's not because, you know, crazy spots here and there. I've just, you know, seen throughout Roman's thing, no matter who he's with, they've told better stories. But then again, war games. Roman got in there, killed everyone in 10 seconds. And the match was over. It was really built just to get Sammy, you know, get one of you know, to do that, put the one up and be part of that. And this one really just felt like it was there to get Sammy gone, which they did a great job at it. I was going, what, Shield 2.0, Shield 2.0, Shield 2.0. She's like, what the hell does that mean? Like, what? Roman has assumed the position. Then they made us wait, and he turned around and talked to him more. And I was like, well, he's doing it now. And thankfully, Roman knows how to take that bump from the chair because it's not the first time that's happened to him. But, you know, they, that's what it was set up for. And they did it well. It finally happened. It's just I didn't feel like they were setting up for the actual total match. They were just setting up, you know, for that. Um, but Jimmy went on the attack on with Solo and Roman on Sammy afterwards. Jay walked off, which is a great wrinkle to see how that all plays out in the end. Um, really good 
actually doing that, you know, because we all know there's going to be motions there. What what is the outcome going to be? And that was really cool to see, that just because it adds another thing and it gives Jimmy, you know, who wasn't always there and telling Roman to screw off at the end, now being the, him with him, but Jay's the one that walked off. You know, so it adds, what are they going to do with all of that, which I like. And it gives Jay a spot to be, you know, a shot to be in the spotlight. You know, because he has gotten better talking, so it gives him a shot to be there, and hopefully it leads to a good payoff for Sammy in the end, because Sammy's been carrying that, you know, thing since he got in there, giving us all those moments to keep it us not wanting to, you know, put our heads through a wall. But I will say that once they KO'd, yeah, handcuffed Kevin Owens to the ropes, that that many super kicks reminded me of, like, the Young Bucks and just throwing super kicks everywhere. Yeah, so one of the big super happy fan of that, but I did like the kick on the way out. And please, God, now that you have him do it, and then Jay walked out, whatever they're going to do, have it be a payoff for Sammy in the end. Even if it's the longest thing, like, he has more than earned it with this whole entire year or more, it feels you know, with getting to that position and being there and finally getting the payoff in the end. Give him a good one. He has more than earned it doing all of that. I don't care what you say. That shit's been entertaining. And he has made that all really, you know, super fun and exciting and comical and all of that in the end. So that's the important thing. Keep that going. For the love of God, give him the damn payoff. He's more than fucking earned it through... All of this, but you know, that's my take on it all. If you don't like it tough, feel free to comment. You can find it anywhere. Find it on, you know, all the things on the socials, find all the posts, go on anchor, leave me a voice message so I can listen to you. Tell me I suck. I'm okay with all that. Sometimes my opinion sucks, but well, it's mine. So deal with it. And yeah, that's how I feel. But Thanks again for watching and listening. Appreciate all YouTube, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Audible, Rumble, like it's all over the place. So find it on all those. Share the fuck out of it for me because seeing how small the numbers are is quite depressing. And uh, I greatly appreciate it. It saves me from doing it all the time. And until we meet again, deuces, I'm out. Peace.